Welcome to another episode of the Florida Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. Talk about the intersection of black culture and soccer. Got the two-man team right now, dark-skinned tag team on, on the horizon. You got your boy Grego here. Got your boy TK on the ones and twos. Uh, Mayor Kane is out in the streets doing a goodly work. And I heard Coach Tony might be here for the second half of the show. We're, we're going to keep our eyes and ears open. But uh, in the meantime, what's good with you, Gary? Living, loving, just happy to be alive. It's another beautiful, beautiful day for podcasting with, for the culture, man. Uh, yeah, just getting to it. What's good with you, man? Not, not too much, man. It's been a lot, lot going on. I'm going to get into it in the uh, two up and two down. It's been a, a lot of heavy shit, but... Um, but yes, I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Make sure that you listen to us on your favorite podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, everywhere else. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel because you can see our, our handsome chocolate faces. Mm-hmm. You know, we are two different people. Even though we have glasses and have beards, we are two mm-hmm. different people. It happens. But, uh, He's got no hair. He's got no hair. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are we are burning the midnight oil. Um, we just uh, got done watching the lessons back tournament final between uh, Orlando and Portland. And first of all, I thought this game was on Sunday, like because that's why we gave our predictions up last week. And I'm like, oops. <laughs> Who's in charge of this? All good finals are on a Sunday. Saturday, so Sunday, those that's that's your window. Like how how we managed to get on a Tuesday, I don't know. It's Orlando but, uh, club going up. Clearly, clearly. But uh, yes, we got we got uh, new champs. Uh, Portland Tender uh, uh, Tenders. Wow, what am I doing here? But, uh, uh, so the bubble effect. <laughs> Right, we we swipe it, we swipe it right on Timbers, but <laughs> but yes, congrats to the Timbers for winning the MLS's back tournament. They won two one over Orlando. Cinderella's shoe, you know, slowly turned from glass into wood. Mm, Cinderella stories about. They never made it. <laughs> yeah, but um, save Atlanta a whole bunch of heartbreak there too. Gosh, I, I just couldn't imagine the amount of shit talking that would ensue after Orlando was successful at something. Yeah, I mean that that yeah, that, that would have been real funny. You know, I just have a notice of, of course. You know, for those of you that see us on YouTube, of course, you see our our background. Again, one side is a blue, one side is red. I'm wearing blue. TK's wearing red. Like you know. It, it kind of works, and then we got we got white in the middle. It's actually kind of a France motif, but you know, kind of works out for for the show this week. But again, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel FTC UTD. But yeah, um, I am yeah, I'm not surprised because I mean, Gio is magic. Of course, I, I'm I happen to be rocking the Cosmos jersey uh, back when he uh, used to coach the Cosmos. I said that's that's my guy. So like, what 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 were your thoughts on the game? Um, you know, it was a, it's a pretty tough game. It looked uh, even on both sides. Um, score was two one to uh, Portland's favor. Um, I I wanted to see a good game, and it, for all intents and purposes, presented itself as such. Um, I think I could have done with a little more drama. Uh, personally, uh, I would like to have seen. I guess 
ultimately more heartbreak for Orlando in the sense that <laughs> they would make it or like go down a goal and the 89th minute or the 84th minute or whatever it was. I mean, the 66 was close enough. You know, they, they had uh, Dario uh, Super Rich who uh, had the game winner for, for Orlando. Like, you know, they did yeah. come back, you know, because they were down 1-0 uh, relatively early. They came back tied up before halftime, but I guess they just didn't have anything left um, in the and second half. Yeah, man. I mean, they, they had a, a fair opportunity, I could say. Um, I, can't, I can't remember the player's name, but uh, he was number 24. The ball essentially drops to him after they have a free kick, bounces around the box a little bit, and drops pretty, uh, pretty much in favorable position to him. And he just—I don't know what position that guy is, but he Kyle Smith. Not, Kyle Smith. Yeah, yeah. He, he just couldn't get a, a a good hit on it. And I think just—I mean, like for me, it's one of those situations where, at the very minimum, that's when you have to put out that quality where at least you put the shot on target and you you force the keeper to make a save. And those are when you're actually seeing the your moments of player eliteness make it or break it. And as we clearly saw Orlando is not making it um, but I like again I would have loved to see them tied up maybe go to extra time or just have a little, little bit or I guess it maybe would have gone straight to pens uh, PKs but yeah, um, yeah I, I just that you know I, I love heartbreak for Orlando I'm sorry if that offends anybody but or just why is he harping on Orlando but remember I, I, just, I, I love if, to see if, it. I'm sorry if, if we if if you learn nothing else from this podcast, remember this: rivals stay rivals. So you're not a rival you know, if you don't beat us. That's true too. That you just true. you're just local. That's that's all you are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I you know I, I think they definitely uh, gave it their best shot. Uh, I, I don't I don't okay, at least well. from at least from what I was able to see because I was a little distracted earlier. Um, I mean, I, I I have to give Orlando all the credit in the world for making it this far. They definitely were. What's the word? The the spunkiest, the pluckiest of of they, they were all gritty, the team. man. Yeah, yeah. They, they um they they were gritty. I, I can't. I'm trying to think of the. They're like a, a uh, okay. This isn't a praise, but it is a praise, and no way a comparison. However. But mm. there's a little bit of vein of um, a, a Atletico Madrid where, in the gritty sense, they... I, from, I, I, I see what you're saying. You know, they, saying. They, they really did claw and kind of fight their way to the final. And for that, I applaud Orlando. Um, their city needed something to, to root for. And I think it gives them a ton of momentum. Um, hopefully, we see a different Orlando team. Um, I Last year uh, for MLS... You got Philly, the strong contender. Um, Toronto, always being Toronto, even with the dips. And Red Bulls, um, along with D.C. United, those are kind of our bogey teams from the home side mm-hmm. perspective. So for me, it, Orlando really hasn't been shit, but it's nice to see them at least be more competitive. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just my, my takeaway at, at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, with the season about the restart, uh, this week, uh, you know, uh, we, we, yeah, yeah. Like by the time this episode airs, uh, we should have uh, Nashville and Dallas. Of course, they they weren't even th- down there in in uh, in Orlando. They're actually uh, getting some makeup games to basically kind of technically catch up. 
Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And See, um, I didn't realize that. I was actually wanting to get your opinion because you always brought, uh, you brought up a good point early in the year about the huge gap of time that the teams who are not in the playoffs for mm-hmm. MLS and then when they resume play again, um, provided COVID doesn't have happen. Right. What, what was that break like for them, for those teams? So, um, including the two games that we played back at the beginning of the season for, yeah, for Dallas, you're talking about basically two games in the last 10 months. Yeah. Wow. And granted, for for Nashville, of course, they, for their first year, this is their first season. You're still talking about um, they've only had two competitive games since basically to the two in March. So you're talking about what? It's been five months now. Yeah, five months. So jeez, that's crazy. Like man. that type of layoff is kind of insane when you think about it. And granted, COVID's been running wild. And especially here in the South and just some things that are just have been technically out of their control. But at the same time, that is a long time for a layoff, especially in soccer, because in in most cases, most people, even three months is a lot. And you're talking about in Dallas's case is 10 months and Nashville's case is, is five months. Like, um, so it'll be very interesting to see like how, they reacclimate themselves to that competitive environment, especially since everyone else, even for the teams who didn't make it to the knockout stages like us, um, they've at least had some games, obviously, within the past month to have an idea as far as where they want to be and, and where they want to go. Of course, that they've been, they have been training in the past month, but they haven't been able to play any games because they've been stuck at home. So we right. shall see how how um how that turns out but there is um there is actually one thing that's actually been annoying me with this restart course um for those of you who aside from the Nashville and Dallas games looks like everyone's on track to start um back up within another week and a half on the, I think the next not the weekend after next the 22nd mm-hmm. yeah the following and um it looks like everyone's going to be going back home except for the Canadian teams. That's right. They got a clusterfuck happening. Yeah, that's, like, that's my preview of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, for those of you who haven't already been, been keeping up, because we already kind of already saw this with uh, Major League Baseball with the uh, Blue Jays. They've been forced to play, I think, in Buffalo. And in, uh, I don't think they've announced what happened with uh, Montreal and um, – Vancouver, but I know Toronto FC, they're actually going to be playing at, at our Red Bull Arena. And not just them, but then also NYCFC is playing at Red Bull Arena. So basically, you'll basically have three teams all sharing one stadium. Is that, is that like a like a two birds, one stone type of thing? Mm, one, well, yeah, maybe three birds, one stadium. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? That pressure looks um, weird in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you still have the the element of of that Rona floating around. It's like, how is that going to work, especially up there? Now, granted, New York and New Jersey have done relatively well with their COVID response, but at the same time, given 
um, I'm sure the training situation as well as the playing situation. Uh, what if somebody gets uh, test positive and given all the teams that are all there in one spot mm-hmm. in that area, how that ultimately affect the schedule? Because we've already seen it like with, uh, with Major League Baseball, the Cardinals and the Marlins, they're like, you know, far behind everyone else as far as, you know, making up their games and everything. But, um, yeah, like it's interesting, interesting to see how that's going to work out. Cause again, we have, we don't even know what's going to happen with, uh, Montreal and Vancouver yet. Might, I'm sure they'll have to, um, uh, work something out. Like I actually tried to get a, a white caps Jersey a few weeks back and t- couldn't find out. They're not even shipping shit out of, out of, uh, Canada, much less letting teams play like like all the NHL. They're all up in Canada. So basically, hey, you want to come down here? Right. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're out of the bubble. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Th- Thoreau. Thoreau. Um, Justin. <laughs> oh, um, Trudeau. Trudeau. Tr- Tr- Trudeau. Excuse me. Pardon me for the incorrect enunciation there. But uh, you know. Applause to him. Um, I'm, I've been watching a little bit of, uh, not a little bit, I'm watching a fair share of uh, in the NHL um, mm-hmm. when I'm in my uh, my work office. So getting to see some of that, um, you know, it's interesting. It seems that their bubble situation is also functioning. Um, so you bubbles know, work. The bubbles yeah, work. There's another case, but it definitely looks like the bubbles are a functional way to hold sports. And for a lot of people, that matters to them. So let's figure out a way to incorporate that for the other ones who are kind of lagging behind <clears throat> baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that WSL or was it NSL? Excuse me. Yeah. NWSL. They, they did well out in Utah. Um, MLS uh, did well. Once they cut out uh, Nashville and Dallas state, they, they haven't, they didn't have any um, positive tests. Yep. I think since like the first week, they were yeah. there before yeah. before the tournament started. Uh, the NBA has done well in Orlando. Right. The WNBA has done really well in Orlando. And like um, I saw a stat uh, before we were recording where we're talking about like Major League Baseball has had 18 straight days of, of um, postponements because of COVID. And like 18, 18 straight days. And of course, we're still trying to figure out College football, of course, we're getting we're getting that into up until now with the uh, Pac-12 and um, and Big Ten and the NFL. Uh, so trying to figure out our shit here with uh, with MLS and USL because USL has had a a ton of uh, postponements as well. Like I don't know, like they had a breakout with South Georgia, the Tormenta, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, yeah. They canceled that game with Fort Lauderdale, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's definitely um, tons of proven, you know, stuff going on there. Um, if we can circle back real fast, who's the home team for for the um, the Red Bulls? <laughs> who, who, who gets the home locker? You know, like what when Toronto and NYCFC play? Like who? who you know, I'll just. I'm not sure if like you have one of those setups where like. Technically, there's like multiple locker rooms, um, mm. like aside from the actual home team locker room. I kind of like like here at the Benz, like there's one for United, there's one for the Falcons, and there's auxiliary another, locker rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure like what's the setup at uh, at Red Bull Arena. I don't know if like 
they're keeping one exclusive for the Red Bulls and and um, Toronto and NYC got to got to fight for scraps and everything. But inquiring minds want to know if anyone yeah, has if, an if, inside if, if, any, if any of you guys drop know us a line. Yes, FTC UTD Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Let us know. Yeah, because like. Uh, of course, this is our season finale, technically, I guess, so to speak, because like we're going on a break um, for the rest of August and Labor Day. So, like, yeah, we're going to be kicking around for a bit and um, just kicking, kicking this shit. And hopefully you guys enjoy this shit because, um, yeah, we, we, we've been going hard uh, for most of this summer for you guys through, through COVID, doing remote episodes and all that jazz and everything. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, there was a there, before uh, there there was one thing that out that's really been on my mind the uh, the past week and I I feel like we have to address it because of course we do address black culture in this episode. Um, w A P weak ass penalties is that is that is that the um, term? You know, I'll be honest, I was. Still thinking this was wings and pizza, but is it worship and praise? You know, that's just the college version of me, just trying to <laughs> trying to make sense of all this. I, you know, I haven't been around too much rowdiness <laughs> since, since 2011. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, for those of you who have seen it, um, uh, Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee Stallion came out with their new video. Um, the I guess the the censored version is wet and gushy, but uh, we'll we'll let we'll let y'all we'll, we'll we'll save some of the imagination for you guys. Uh, you know there, <laughs> you know what you stupid. Uh, I get but, it. Uh, it. It's 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 so it's so crazy to me like how people get all up in arms. Like have have we have uh, people just be- develop like virgin ears and like they at like once you once you pass thirty, it's like you can't remember when you was. A little bit of a, you know, you you, you were a bit, you were a bit kinky. It's either you that or they never listened to Three Six Mafia. Uh, dude, they never heard of Gangsta Boo. Y'all, y'all ain't never heard of the chat. Y'all ain't you, never you, heard of Look Him in a Prom. You 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 act like Biggie didn't tell you he would be there every night if the head was right. Like yo, please tell me, baby, baby. <laughs> Need I say more? Like some of y'all, y'all got y'all got grown and suddenly want to get all churchly and everything. When we were just just as raunchy back then as we are now, just next generation, they just doing doing their shit. It's like and I and mean, then, go ahead, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, that, that's our generation. You can't. That, I don't think that, there's that's more real. conversation real. to have. Like. That man said some dirty <laughs> shit. One twelve. Pigeons and cream. Boys to men. You know, you know what I'm a picking Hey man, yeah. I'm telling you, people just don't realize. It's just a, a testament of people forgetting their past, and we can dive into this from many facets. But there are a lot of mamas and grandmas out here who went the freak dick and 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 did some strange shit. So reach. So don't act like suddenly y'all y'all above all this shit. And, and and if nothing else, if nothing else, before 
before we go on break, I need to express something, you know, because I feel like there's a double standard with men and women when it comes to this stuff. If a woman wants to, you know, go ahead and sleep with whoever they want, as long as it's safe, as long as they ain't hurting nobody, let them do them. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm pretty sure as men, you know, we were encouraged to do the same thing when we, when we were, you know, at a certain age. And I'm like, hey, women want to live their life, too. No, not everyone's about that house and kids and all that shit sometimes or it, that might not be the, that phase of their life at that particular moment. Freeze. And that's perfectly fine. Completely fine. Completely. You know, don't you know. don't don't knock somebody else for what they want to do in their life. You know, everybody, everybody trying to everybody trying to trying to get by. You know, I actually watched uh, Kev on stage. Shout out. This is a great comedian within the black community. Uh, and he's and, uh, and I think he's, he's like a, a soccer fan. He keeps because he keeps wearing soccer jerseys. And yeah, I'm like, no, he's Yo. definitely a soccer fan. He's a positioned himself uh, throughout his career to be well suited, you could say. And he's got quite the collection. But he keeps um, wearing Chelsea and Man United sitting. I'm like, I'm, I'm need him to pick one. Dude, he's got and, some German jerseys, too, I noticed. Um, but to get to my point. Uh, as far as being open and accepting of other people's sexual conquests and adventures, he interviewed a polyamorous couple, a Ooh. black polyamorous couple, uh, which yeah. is pretty taboo. I don't know too many people who are in the poly world. I don't know anyone in the poly world, if I'm being honest. I, I know do know some, one. I, I know bisexuals you know and I know some gay folks, but oh, plenty of I, know, gay. I know some LGBTs. And, but I don't know any polys. Uh, hit us up. Don't sh- shake hands. Have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to all those um, you know who were just a little bit on the outside of um, those kinds of things, man. But you know, everyone should be uh, have the right to express themselves uh, sexually and uh, and divide and conquer as they should see fit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody's got got their own different kink, and you know, let people live. But um... We're going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break. Oh, sh- before I go, shout out to uh, uh, Yogi, Elliot, and the rest of the uh, Rare Kickers. The Henny Derby is finally, the Henny bottle is red. As I've been saying all week, the Henny bottle is red. They won the Henny Derby uh, over the weekend against Forward. Cal uh, and April and Chris, they'll be shipping down a nice bottle of the Hen down to Richmond. Can't wait to see the. I don't know if they're gonna do like a new trophy like every with it with every game. Like I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work. But it could, and and second of all, Kyle, I did not break the trophy. I did not do that. I am I am innocent. I am absolutely custom. innocent. Yes. We have to shout out that that bottle though. Oh yeah, the sticker. Oh the yes. Uh, yeah yeah. Uh, Zazu Zach. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know yeah. Shit was it's, it's, it's a, his, his name is uh, Zadwitch, so like, of course, like Zizu, I call him Zazu. There you go. <laughs> Zazu! But, but, um, but yes, uh, he came, yeah, he, he did like a custom Henny uh, label for the Henny Derby. I'm gonna have to get me one because I'm, I'm slowly accumulating some nice stickers on, on, my, on my new laptop, but yes, we will be back shortly. I think we'll be having some company for part two in the second half, and um, yeah, we'll take a little yeah, bill and shit. But Ooh, um, I think I heard the doorbell. That might be yeah. Tony. That's what's up. But yeah, we'll hit y'all off in a few.
S-T-C-U-T-D. And we're back. And we got company. What's good, coach? Um, well, just, you know. Man, you got a lot of Howard shit on, man. I'm like in my house right now, so, you know, it's, the AC is kind of blowing, so I had to go get something. Where's that, is that, where's that breeze coming from? Is, is it coming from D.C.? I think it's coming from D.C., man. You know, it, it's, it's a little cold front coming in, so I had to make sure to put the jacket on. Uh, you know. Oh, Man, it's, it's not like you know there's something big happening or anything you know the past day or so like what i mean like are you are you are this just just because it's tuesday night hey, like this it's all i had in my house it's all i had in my is house this alumni night did we, did we get not the memo like nah man no, this is all i got man it's cold in my house so i had to put this jacket on you know and i just yeah. happened to be wearing this shirt you know what i'm saying so <laughs> you know, it's, it's coincidence. coincidence oh really it, would, it wouldn't have anything to do with Someone getting nominated for, for vice president. Nothing. Nothing. We'll get, we'll, we'll get into that later, man. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to be back. Good to well, be back. That's what's up. That's what's up. I said, glad to have you back here for the second half of the show. Um, of course, thank you guys for listening to us on Apple, Spotify, on the YouTube channel, everywhere. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like our shit and all that good shit. But uh, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure we get you here on, on this season finale because, yo, of course, we're not going to talk about Chelsea right now. We're going to talk about our guys. Our guys. We're here. We're here. He got excited. TK got excited. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just because I'm wearing blue doesn't mean it's, it's for Chelsea. Uh, but no. Uh, I don't know if I could translate the eye roll anymore. <laughs> but, um, yo, last week, I thought we were good. I thought we were about to hit up Sancho. I thought we were about to. You know, go ahead and, and start popping bottles. Like, hey, I mean, we did we did beat um Copenhagen, so we're at least we know we're on to the semifinals for for Europa League. But um, where I'm at, where I'm at. Well, first of all, let let let's go back even before that. Let's talk about what we finally got off our books. Oh, 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 Sanchez. <laughs> and so. That's been a huge thing. I mean, it, it's interesting, like, you know, you, you see all these posts about, you know, is Alexis Sanchez the worst Manchester United signing ever in history? There's, there's mm. been some bad ones. There have been some bad ones, but not to this scale of proportion of, you know, contract salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, all, there's always Bebe, Bebe. You got Bebe, you got uh, Well, Rome, then there's that like, damn number seven, too. That seven. Yeah, that curse. That curse goes on, man. Uh, it's hard to step into those. Sh- that's that kit number. You you um, would think about that by now, because it's yeah. like what you know, ten, eleven years since Ronaldo left. That you know, there would have been somebody capable of mm-hmm. of taking over the seven and at least doing something. What is you know, we've had what Michael Owen, Michael Owen, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, for like a year yeah. or some shit. Yeah, Di Maria, or was it Valencia? Yeah. Then? yeah. Yeah, Valencia okay, had it for yeah, a year. Memphis Depay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, he actually oh, did pretty yeah. good. Uh, our last, well, our last video. I, I didn't realize he was back, so I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, one back, man. Yo, yeah, he, yeah. yo, he's just like the Dame hey, Lillard. Of he's soccer, been man. under the he got rug. His rap album and everything coming out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, oh, but I think hey, he's been low is, pro this year, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the the main thing for Manchester United though has been that. Now, they got Alexis, 
issue kind of settled. You know, they got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was a big issue. Uh, you know, going into this transfer window, obviously it helps that we we are confirmed to be in Champions League uh, for next season. Um, with that being said, you know, obviously the Sancho saga um, has been on for a while and it's going to be a saga. Um, but you know what? I mean, you know, our second and third options, I'm not, you know, to, you know, I, I like those other options as far as Dembele from Barca. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, Kingsman from um, what you call it, um, Byron. So, like, you know, it, it's there's those other options. Um, and at the same time, like, yeah, we're going to need some depth, obviously, because there's just you got you got to have depth when it goes to Champions because you're going to have injuries, you're going to have fatigue, you're going to have rotations. All that's going to play a factor. And so you need that constant rotation of high quality, high level. And those guys who are like in that tier that's about to break the cusp and not sell out, like McTominay, McTominay's great, but he's mm-hmm. not that next tier that's going to get us over the hump yet. He he he's our uh, Jordan Henderson. That's 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 that's, that's I'm sti- uh, that's my word. And I'm sticking to it. Yeah, and, and okay. I mean, he ain't there yet, but he has yeah. potential. Yeah. Uh, and and again, that's what I'm saying. Like we need those players that are solidified as like not only being you know the first 11, but also that they're always flirting with that 11, 12, 13. And so you mm-hmm. need about three of those players that are coming off the bench that are right there at that level. Obviously, Messi Lingard isn't at that level. Although, he's great, and, you know, he's still scoring. <laughs> oh, God. That's like, like, where, like, where has this been, like, the, the last 18 months? Like, suddenly, Lingard, man. can't stop. <laughs> One goal. No, it needs to go two. Two. Stop. Stop. Man, don't be messing with JL. That's my boy, man. Man, he, he might have but, shot himself in the foot with that Brandon. You got to score four goals minimum. <laughs> but, you know, with the you know, Jay Sancho saga, I, it, it's always going to be an issue of, with negotiating with Dortmund because Dortmund's obviously, they got their aspirations. He's obviously a top tier player for them. He obviously sells tickets. Uh, he's he's been an icon for the last two years. Uh, exactly, he sells kits. He's on, you know, he's one of the EA Sports FIFA uh, yeah. main players. Yeah. So you know, losing Sancho, that that's it's going to be hard to obtain that. And in light of what's going on with the pandemic, and yes, it's uh, you know, hopefully scaling back these transfer fees. Due to being like, okay, yo, there's like millions of people without jobs, but they're still going to play hardball with it, obviously. You know, they're 120 asking price. Uh, I think I we're told you, man. I told y'all last week, man, that, that it's an extra 20 million for being English, man. <laughs> I mean, it is. They want, especially in the Premier League, if you get that English player to check that box, you know, that fills all those credentials of, you know, running your, yeah. your side, then, oh, yeah, that price is even even greater. Was it McGuire, Declan Rice, mm-hmm. Chilwell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw your boys going on Declan. Yo, actually, there was a picture that I saw um, the other day that I actually it kind of tripped me out when I saw it. It was a picture of uh, Pulisic, Mason Mount, and some ginger dude. Like, like they were at Chelsea, like back when they were like Years must ago. Like, that was yeah, when he was like, on trial. Yeah, right. like twelve or something like something like that. And the fact that you know. 
you can date back to that to where they are now. It's actually pretty dope to see. But of course, I'm like, maybe this is like this is the plan all along. We just just let them just keep let them keep growing. <laughs> I think that has been the plan all along. But Chelsea hasn't exactly um, executed their uh, their the best academy in the country, uh, transitioning those to the best first team in the country. Obviously, we're still chasing titles between Arsenal, United, and you know. City currently, so mm-hmm. and I'm not even gonna say that other team. They'll, they'll be all right, man. We 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 get we gave them enough love a few weeks ago. Like we're we're good. We're, we should yeah. be good for like another. Shout out, Cap. Shout out, Cap. Shout out, Cap. Shout out Cap. Yeah. But, but um, I think it's the last. This will be our last time shouting them out, and next year, fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, different story. Definitely be a different story. But nah, man. I I think that. Uh, if 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 they come down on the price and it's okay, let's say instead of one twenty and we split those payments, you get ninety and you get everything all in one time. Like you know, can we can we do that? Can can we do that like a racial draft? Like hey, we give you, we give you ninety million and y'all give us essential. Like they, they, they want that one twenty up front, man. They want it all straight cash or the double she, bag. As man, a I wise man once said, as you a said, wise man, and Woodward. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay. you guys have gotten historically over the line some pretty high-profile players, and Absolutely. I'm not sure at the point in time that Manchester United was currently in that they would have came to the club without some convincing. You know, like you guys are kind of doing the dip out of Champions League and Champions mm-hmm. League, you know, but still getting players like Di Maria all the while. Um, Jeez, I can't even remember because I'm not a United fan, obviously. But it's like there was a lot of good players that came through. Sanchez, you know, like promising, especially. Well, we always pay that price for those players who were the flavor of the month and not necessarily the right fit. So that's the other part that, you know. Lukaku, yeah. Yo, I mean, yo. Dude, he's the best I'm, number I'm, nine yo, in, the, in the Europe right now. Yo. It's it, it, it hurt my, my soul right now watching him. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I, I I think we gave up too soon on Lukaku. I was not far a fan too of, soon. I was far not a fan too of soon. Um, still, one of my favorite pictures of all time is when like I can't remember who scored, but you have Lukaku, Pogba, Jesse Lingard, Martial, mm-hmm. like all celebrating. Yeah. So, like that's for the culture right there. That yeah. was a beautiful picture, man. And they were in the black kits too. Yeah, but, yeah. They might I almost bought that one the other day. Gloves, man. <laughs> I think that's Lukaku's thing, though, man. Like, he has, I want to say a chip on his shoulder, but definitely almost that Jordan mentality where, like, if you, like, brush him off aside in your head and, like, he definitely, the next thing he does is is show that ass. You know, he's like, this is where you fucked up with me, by the way. So You tied your shoes, and that's when I took it personal. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he did it with Chelsea and Mourinho. It, 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 you know, it, it, it seems like it's all happening all over again with United. So I mean, the collision course is on. You know, yes, uh, of course yes. we got the, sem- we got the semifinals uh, coming up on Sunday for the Europa League. Uh, we're, we're we're a game away from from the final. So, what's your final pick? Um, as far as that goes, I quick mean, fire. quick fire. I mean, obviously, I would, I would, I see United winning that, but at the same time, with Conte and the way that. Inter closed out the Serie A season as well as how they've done so far with the restart of Europa League. It would not shock me if they if they beat us, but 
you know, gotta, gotta go for, for the squad, man. You know, okay, you go, Br- go, Br- go, Br- go Bruno, Pogba. So who's Greenwood. in the final against? You know, enter. Enter. enter, okay. Yep. And then Tony. Oh, there is not even a question. I'm, I still think that you know, since the restart of everything, Man United has a good um, pace going on, good chemistry. Um, even though the game against Copenhagen, they did. That's a, that's a trap game. That's a trap game. Well, it, well the thing about like they were having their chances and opportunities. It wasn't like the Man United the last few years. You know, it, it actually was Man United like putting stuff on goal, getting opportunities, just a little click here and there that just things didn't. You know, seem right. Of course, Pogba was a big part of that. Where it's just like, yeah, that Jerry curl didn't curl all the way. Um, but even with that being said, you know, Martial he's getting to those dangerous spaces. Oh God! Like, I mean, the keeper had some great saves against them too. Now, yeah, so- yeah, 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 that, yeah. The Copenhagen's uh, uh, keeper, he showed his ass. I was like, he, damn, yeah, like, career- the best season of his life. Yeah, like we like we might want to go ahead and uh, get him to you know. <laughs> to, to <hail. laughs> it's like Henderson, you're still number two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Chelsea would buy his ass, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I, I still think that with you know the the current form and run that United, you know, this is all about what kind of form you're on, and so with United in the form they're going and that front six. It, it still looks good to me. I, I, I don't have any complaints. And as long as the defense stays tight, you know, whether they go Romero, uh, hopefully he'll stay Romero in the back, you know, in, in between the posts. Um, I like him. I think he's still a solid, you know, best two keeper in the, in the, in the world. Um, yeah, I said it. Um, and so. Um, I guess somebody had to. Like, yeah, I don't know who, who's his competition. Like Henderson, maybe. Yeah. I mean, best number two keeper. And like, well, I mean, technically, yo Romero, like whenever he gets a shot, he does well. It's just a matter of it always seems like we we end up sticking in De Gea at the wrong time. It's like, yo, just go ahead and just fucking roll with uh, Romero, man. Like, but I, I think he's on the way out. And yeah, I, yeah, I think he's gone. I, I don't think we can hold. I mean, on like him. he's too and, good and to be a number two. Like as a keeper, nobody wants to be a number two. We're like, although I will say, if there's a team that wants to sign me to be a number two, I'm. I'm still available. Uh, 38-year-old goalkeeper. In his prime. I'm back to working out. I lost my my dad bod. Yo, sign me. <laughs> I, I stopped balls right here. Lost <laughs> it. But yo, yo, uh, there there was one thing that uh, I wanted to get at as far as the Champions League and Europa League, because uh, for those of you who who didn't see, of course, the uh, Champions League in Europe, they were uh, at the beginning of the season hosted by uh, Bleacher Report, BR Live, TNT. They reneged over the summer during the COVID and said, hey, we can't do this no more. And CBS, uh, who was set to pick up uh, the coverage actually next, a year from now in 2021, they actually went ahead and started the coverage now. I need to say this. And I mean this with all sincerity. I need for CBS to keep this shit forever. Like, why the, the coverage that they gave the you you for once you finally felt the gravity of how important this uh, competition is in Europe, and it made it 
they uh it's just like even in, in the uh piece that they did with uh sir patrick stewart you know captain picard and everything like just yo i watched that thing i literally clapped at the end i was like this shit is fucking art like this is how this competition should be treated because i there uh i forgot like who posted it on um on twitter uh they said did a side by side picture of the CBS Champions League studio and the Bleacher Report Champions League studio, and it it was like night and day. It looked like um, BR Live had this shit in the fucking broom closet, and like because everybody you know obviously they had a, a far more casual attire. CBS like they they actually um, had their studio over in London, and everyone suited up, you know. Got got the glossy graphics and everything. They brought my bae, Alex Scott. Like, like this shit. I was like, because like you can even go back to when Fox had it, or even when ESPN had. It. I was like, nobody gave this competition the same type of gravitas, you could say, for this. Like, what did like? Because like even like the Ripley, they still gave it like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, what, what, what did y'all think? I mean, I, I I agree with you. Never thought I'd say that, but yeah, I agree with you as far as like we need to have, you know, these these bigger networks to to kind of step up for these big moments. And you know, as I, I'm I'm tired of having to access, you know, these random ass streaming type services and stuff like that to watch <laughs> these you know these big competitions. I, I'm I'm tired of it. I mean, we're at a new day and age for the game of soccer in America. Or in yep. just in the world, but it's a new day and age. It's soccer is obviously a, a, you know a top tier sport. These competitions that you know are watched by the millions across the planet. Why aren't we watching them on our prime networks? We are a diverse country. Let's, let's catch up. So yeah. with that being said, you know the the old school networks of the CBS, NBC. ABCs and all that stuff. Like, yeah, there needs to be bidding wars for the Champions League and for the Europa League. Yeah, Europa League might be considered a JV tournament yeah, of it. Yeah, but yeah, still, in the uh, NIT. It's the NIT, but still, like, you're having big clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In that. I mean, obviously, with us, Manchester United, Manchester United obviously one of the top three recognized teams on the planet. You're going to have you're going to have eyes watching that, and TV is all about who, what are they going to pay for the commercials and this now whatever. Well, if you know of Manchester United, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Barcelona, like all those teams that we know in that top uh, <laughs> tier, mm-hmm. you're going to have eyes watching those ads, and so that's where I just don't get this old school mentality of this this old country boy club, country club boy mentality of how they run. These networks, they gotta stop with that. But golf's on. <laughs> hey, I want. <laughs> I don't hate golf. I don't golf. But you, you, I gotta, don't you gotta be in the mood for golf. You got. You gotta be in the mood you do, for golf. You do. Although I, I've never watched a full day of it, I've never watched like a full round. Like Cause they, cause they just I, had I, like, I like the... fifteen to twenty minutes because I love playing golf. Mm. I only watched it for about fifteen to twenty minutes. Cause like they just had like the PGA Championship, like you know, I I, I heard about it, but like I think I have, like probably in the last ten years, I have probably watched, uh, maybe a good two hours total, 
and and I'm pretty sure an hour and a half half of that was when Tiger won last year. That's about it. That's about it. I heard like, there was like good dialogue that they were like the coolest thing about watching golf. Maybe it was like a Twitter status or something. They're like the coolest thing about watching golf without fans is like you can hear the chit chatter between the actual golfers and like you know hear all that shit talk. I mean that's yeah. I mean that's the case I think with all all, all the sports, sports right. Yeah, all the sports right now. Um, I've been watching a lot of NBA bubble, and it's great to see like a lot of these teams. Well, obviously with all the the track, it's like watching. What you call it? An AAU tournament. That's what I love about the NBA bubble right now. It's the biggest AAU tournament. And like you're seeing the trash off. You're seeing like the teams, like normally we take for granted when the, the bench is cheerleading their team on. But now you're actually hearing what they're yeah. actually saying. And it there makes was, a better experience. There was a video that I saw the other day of like Carmelo playing. It's like every like every Rebound, he got. I got it. Yep, yep. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, like, like you would never get that kind of shit, you know, if it was a uh, a crowd, a arena full of uh, people and everything. So, like that that whole element has actually been been really cool. Well, let um, me ask you this: either one of y'all, when the Premier League had the option of if you want to listen with the crowd or without the crowd, which one did y'all go for? So I know we talked about this on, on a previous show, and I, and, I, and I think I've come around on this because um, there's definitely a lot to be said about the just the natural experience and just how players communicate with, with, with each other, especially especially in a game like soccer where it is incredibly diverse and you have to figure out some type of way to basically speak the game of soccer and like, you know, Hey, I need you here. I need you, I need you there. Like that kind of stuff. Like they get those type of the, the little shit and everything. It's like, that's actually pretty dope to see. Like, cause obviously when you're again, when you're in a stadium full arena full of people, like you don't get those sound bites, you don't get, you know, that type of communication. And um, so that um, is actually pretty, pretty dope. I, um, I would say for me, like, you know, with my background in music, it was for me like very interesting. And like, like I, I was looking at it from like, think about it. Like you're at a, a Broadway play and there's a musical director somewhere in you know, like a room above the crowd cueing all these things like that takes a great deal of professionalism and you have to be on top of your shit as well. Like if they're, you know, cause they, they can't have like, uh, <gasps> when a PK happens that you can't just pre-record that shit and just like play it and expect that to line up like some timeline, you know, with live action sports. So like, for me, it was like very intriguing to see and listen to the, um, enhanced version of these games. But uh, on the other side of that coin, it's super interesting to also be able to hear in like way greater detail what the players are communicating and like how like Grego was just saying, like where like they're centralizing the form of communication that they're all having with one another uh, to essentially speak soccer. Um, And even if you were going to bring it back as far as like how the networks were dealing with this, you know, like. CBS knocked this shit out of the park. I was I was watching by like webcast. I was like literally able to not even log in and just like 
hear like um, Beasley. They they video chatted Beasley into for a live commentator. You know, it, it had a, a very very nice feel. So I think the only one who's were kind of asked out of the whole situation with the enhanced sound or natural sounds and the broadcast change um, is the the revenue rights. I think that's mm-hmm. really where the, the buck ends because they're doing single eliminations and that's two games that are not happening, you know, like for every. Yeah. I mean, I mean, granted, you know, they're trying to go ahead and, you know, wrap things up as, 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 as quickly as possible. So that way players can get their rest and not and everything. But at the same time, you know, I think there's something to be said about, you know, just the single game, um, knockout aspect because basically you don't have shit to lose. Like you got to go ahead and go for it. And, um, that's, I think that part of it has actually been pretty cool, kind of like how the MLS playoffs were last year. Like, you basically got to go ahead and go for it. And uh, uh, I'm actually, like, you know, between the coverage that CBS has given us and um, and the uh, – hang on. Okay. Between the coverage that CBS has given us and – and because uh, obviously the, the the play, I think it's uh it's it's been uh, uh, pretty good. Um, just a little bit of housekeeping before we get up in um, two up and two down. Um, and I'm gonna go in this also in the two up and two down. But um, of course, uh, just want to give a shout out to Camp Horizon of Georgia. Uh, we were able to make a, a donation of 150 dollars to them as part of our names for. Um, Black Lives Matter. We have another one coming up uh, for the bail project for another 150. Again, keep making those those uh, purchases and orders. Black Lives Matter, and of course everything else. Name sets, mugs, shirts, all that jazz. Um, at uh, ftcutd.myshopify.com. Um, you know, hey. You know, I just realized something, man. You know, <laughs> we got our colors up, man. I mean, why we got our colors up, man? Collars. Oh. Got multiple Tonys. I want multiple answers. It, may, it makes the world better, man. <laughs> world better. But no, I would say, like, you know, we got our colors up for... for you know, like why? Why do we have our colors up, man? What What are we popping our colors up for, man? <coughs> are we still live right now? Or are we on break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 we're good. We're good. Are we good right now? My mm-hmm. bad. I was having some connect connection problems, man. You know, like Xfinity and Atlanta is not exactly the best. We need pop colors for the internet. But, but you can get <laughs> Wi-Fi at any Burger King <laughs> in the metro area. It's the first motherfucking thing that pops up. That's hilarious. But we're, 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 we need to pop colors for the internet. But what, what are we popping our colors for, man? Yes, hey, man, I'm still wait, man. Can we, can we wait for two up, two down? Okay. No, I, I, I'm popping colors for justice. I don't know why you popping your colors up, but I know I'm popping my colors up for justice, man. But, I'm uh, always, man. I always do the pop, man. You know that, man. <laughs> I'm, one, I'm, one, I'm a dying breed. I still play, like, I still will go and go. Play with a collar, have it popped. You know what I'm saying? Like I that's 
I'm just that dying breed. I, y'all make fun of me all you want. I don't care. That's that's the way I live my well, life. Well, since, well, since you about to go to homecoming and everything, well, go ahead and uh, you, you can lead us off, man. <laughs> all right. So we doing two ups and yeah, two yeah, ups hey, down. Go for it. So I'm gonna do four ups, zero down. <laughs> go for it, man. That's how I do it. That's how I do it. Leading off, I'm gonna start small. And then we'll go big. Okay. All right. Leading off, I love this time of year. August hits. That means FIFA is coming out. I always get this new energy, this new vibe. I love, like, I love this anticipation of the new FIFA coming out. Even though a lot of times it's not new changes, it's only roster updates or new kits and stuff like that, where they only make updates to, you know, FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah, but I just it. love I just love this time of year. I just love when FIFA's about to come out and, you know, they drop in the trailers and they drop in all these, like, their new features or whatever. So I'm excited about that. So mm-hmm. can't wait. You know, maybe, you know, next time we're on, FIFA's dropped and I can give y'all my, you know, my old man review. Um, Next thing. Anelka Misunderstood. Watch that on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I liked it. Well, why does he look like Kobe now? He's always looked like Kobe, man. They have the same skull. No, with, with, like, with the with the with the ball head and the beard, I was like, yo, this dude's channeling Kobe. Like, like you have. No hey, idea. yo, Anelka is still in like playing. Like when you watch it, you like, yo, he could start somewhere right now. He's forty-one <laughs> years old. Yeah, he, he probably could. Go ahead, come to MLS, man. Somebody right now. Yo, Miami, uh, Miami needs a striker, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Atlanta needs a, a backup. Atlanta needs another striker. Honestly, Atlanta yeah. might need a, a striker. Like, we don't know what's going to happen to Yosef. Dot, yep. dot, 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 dot. Continue. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, nah, it was great to watch that series because, obviously, you know, I, I'm a big Ever fan and I always thought that he got a fair, you know, uh, I guess, uh, outlook. Uh, he was critiqued. Horribly about you know that 2006 South Africa World Cup and what went down, and so they go into about 30 minutes of that French debacle during the 06 World Cup in South Africa, and obviously, well, not obviously, well, Anelka was at the centerpiece of that, and so they they go into that story. So they hear his side, they hear Henri's side. You know, you see his old footage of. Uh, Pat Evra, back when he had the little twist things going on in his hair. I didn't know what he was thinking back then. Um, he's very French. He's quite French. All of them are quite French. And that was the other thing, too. I was watching the milk, and I was like, man, I need to start seeing my legs crossed a little bit more. Like, <laughs> and French, black, black Frenchmen may crossing your legs while sitting down look very proper. Very cool. I'm like, I need to start doing that. So for the rest of this. Session, you know, <laughs> Andre talks like that when he's not in a Heineken commercial. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sipping on cognac, just so you know. I mean, it's, you know, that's what the French do. That's what our black Frenchmen do. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. <laughs> what else you got, man? What else you got, man? All right. So then third on the list is that, uh, Obviously, y'all know I work with uh, soccer. Dang, I can't do that, man. I'm not, I haven't done enough yoga. Um, training, <laughs> training. Exactly. Um, but still, y'all can sign me. 38 year old goalkeeper. I can still do it. Anyway, um, y'all know I work with Soccer Streets. So we got a new board member, black man, former MLS player, Otto Lowy. Like, excited about that. 
Um, he's always had a mission of, you know, providing access to the game of soccer and, and looking at the, how messed up our, um, our, our pyramid and our system is within the game uh, here in, in the state. So um, glad to welcome him, a part of our board uh, with Soccer in the Streets. Uh, it's all about representation, right? Um, and then lastly, <clears throat> certainly not least, we have the nod has been acknowledged to have Kamala Harris <laughs> has been picked as the VP running mate with Joe Biden. And if y'all haven't picked up on where Kamala Harris attended her, you know, undergrad years, let me give y'all a little bit of hint of where she might have went. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any idea? I'm still the 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 duck Howard the duck. Is that man. a school? <laughs> you, the, you, on, is that like is Howard a school? Is, is that, that a man? Is that a man? Okay, listen here, y'all. Listen here. What team does um, Howard play for? Man, if you don't get on with that, <laughs> no, no, no. Not to, not, this is this is a, a pinnacle of black excellence. Absolutely. Um, and please, please explain why, Tony. Well, obviously, the fact that, like, you know, we have a black woman who has gotten the nod as a VP candidate, um, never been done before. Um, and the fact that Kamala Harris, you know, coming from the state of California, she's the, the child of, you know, immigrants as well, too. Daddy's Jamaican, Indian. Mom is Indian. Like, like, you can't get more. <laughs> India. <laughs> actual India (laughs) you can't I mean like that's a true like testament of our country and for it to be a woman at this day and age like it it makes sense Um, we already know that women run the world (laughs) so like it's only about time that we can have our politics to reflect that Mm -hmm. Um, and so madam Yes, and Madam Vice President. Oh, that'll be a, I can't wait till that happens. But anyway, she went to Howard University. My mother, obviously proud. So that is obviously the top of my list. Put two up, two down. Kamala, you know I'm right there with you. And I already told y'all when if she was gonna be considered for anything, Howard grads were gonna be ignorant. And we're going to be in on all the way through November. And then when it actually happens, what? Well, I, I can already imagine, you know, the inauguration <laughs> up, in, up in D.C. Oh, that's going to be the and most. Then, then it's not only Howard grads. You got AKAs, too? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. The, the, the whale runs deep. Like, I was yeah. having a discussion <laughs> with Katie earlier today. Um, and she was like, I was like, do you hear about the news? She's like, yeah, Kamala Harris is... VP. I was like, yeah, very cool. And I was explaining to her, you know, some of her background. I was like, woman, black, Asian, Indian, you know, whatever you want to put those two together, I guess. Actual Indian. Yeah, yeah, actual Indian. The the country. Exactly. You know, and it's represented um, in her name from her mother was very uh, on on doing doing that. and the, the, those four factors right there, that is a huge alienated base in the United States. Mm-hmm. So 
Biden is over here playing chess. I'm not sure oh, what Trump has got up his sleeve because his best quality is lying. So God knows. But right now I'm watching some very, very thoughtful moves happen on the chessboard, and I, I appreciate that. All, all I know is uh, the the VP debate, yo, that might be some popcorn-worthy <laughs> shit. Like the smoke like will be pig, real, bro. like mad oh. real. <laughs> what man, I need a ticket to that, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, I will risk the social distancing for that, bro. Do you know? Oh man, oh, god, I was so, yes. so, so, so basically, you know, we're, next time we see Tony, it's gonna be homecoming, and then it's time to vote. You could be wearing this jacket all the way till January. Oh, now I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Chris Paul Howard Bison. Uh, yo, Hicks, yo, yo, yeah. shout, yo, shout out to Chris Paul. Yeah, he's been he's been rapping all the HBCU. Seriously, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's beautiful in the bubble. Like you know, he just did uh Savannah State uh aboard Ringo's uh alma mater. He's yes, been sir. doing A and T Howard. So I think I think he did Jackson. I'm pretty sure he did. But yeah, like he's. Been rapping all of them, and you know, trying to you know use this platform for something, and definitely he's bringing attention to HBCUs is a dope thing to see. And, 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 and let me let me let me leave with this final thought before one of y'all go on with your two up to down. Mm-hmm. Let this be also another point of when people say an HBCU can't get you to the highest levels within your career. Yeah. If I hear another person, white or black, and I've heard it more from black than I heard from white. If I hear another person talk about HBCU, you can only go so far. Look at where it can get you right now. Absolutely. Like. I, I'm a prime example. That I, I think I've mentioned this in the past episodes, because like I, I had relatives who were who basically taught me out of doing HBCU. Because I was supposed to do, um, uh, I, I did a visit and applied to A&T. I had an uncle taught me out of it, and I was like, I yeah. <laughs> like, that. That whole, I, I feel like that was an experience that, that I easily uh, missed out on. But yeah, we're of course. And shout out to uh, our main man Ringo because he brought up something that that uh, on Twitter that uh, that's really needs to be said. Because of course, everyone wants to try to knock knock Kamala's AG history. It's the fact that a black woman has gotten this far, support that shit. Please. Absolutely, one hundred. Like. Please. I get it, you know, everyone's got their own got their records and skeletons and everything, but yo, this moment here is something that should be valued, appreciated and, and you know, made a big deal out of and I'm and obviously we're hoping for the best. We're hoping that yeah, cuz we need cuz of course we're going to get the shit in, in in my two up and two down, but yeah. Uh go ahead and knock us out, TK. Okay, yeah, so honestly, man, just to piggyback on that real fast. I wouldn't hate it if she just rolled into the presidential position <laughs> you know madam president sounds way better in my personal opinion um as a black woman and, and so many other things the diversity and representation of this country true representation of this country um, i will say forward, though i am i am absolutely. slightly surprised that biden didn't go with susan rice but either way can't lose what's good so um i think last year I, I, last week i was this incredible brain block during two up two down so apologize for that stumble but moving forward um a lot like tony said he just kind of likes this kind this time of year fifa 21's coming out it's a 
a good good kind of thing a vibe for personally so for me i think probably my two favorite times a year is what i like to call the silly season which is the transfer window i just I, something inside of me just gets nice and hype <laughs> up so I, I just love you know like playing the, the the game of like who's gonna move where and what team needs who and all, all the sorts of you know it's ended up being kind of a little bit of a clusterfuck like who uh sancho Dortmund pulling out they're like no nah, wait till next year things like that so now he just uh, got to be healthy because it, it, it'll be pissed if he gets hurt but yeah. yeah i mean i think you guys are fine honestly you got greenwood who in all actuality should just relish the, the time on the field and Maybe it and it, and it, and it buys um it buys Daniel James some more time because like I saw something the other like the other day. Remember, it was a year ago when we when we beat Chelsea four 0 You remember that, Tony? You remember that? I, I you know what? I've gotten older. Maybe we can get TK. Do you remember that? Yeah, my memory is still functioning. So much has like changed. So much has seventy days. It's, so much has changed. Though. Like, like nobody, ain't nobody think about Daniel James like that. But hey, he gets another year. So hey, you never know. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't. Um, it, it'll be interesting though. Uh, there's a lot of moving pieces, and where I really like, uh, I don't have a Twitter, but I probably send more people Twitter links than anybody else I know. <laughs> Greg is testifying as a fact. So it's it's just great. I, I really, really, really enjoy the transfer season. So uh for me right now, obviously as a Chelsea fan, um we're waiting for the announcement of Kai to come now that Byron Leverkusen has been knocked out of the UEFA uh or excuse me, the yeah, UEFA Europa League. Um we are also watching uh Ragleon from Seville. And he is uh, was voted the best left back in the in the the league for the, yeah, yeah. The, the league. Nice. We had a conversation about nice that. We had a conversation in the culture chat a while back. Like, who has a, a a good left back? Like, like for real? Like, it's, it's not a lot of teams that have one. Like, it's Has kind of crazy real ones as ever, baby. Yeah. Has been real once as ever. Uh, I'm sorry. I should have wore a shirt today. I almost did, but I was trying to be culturefied. But I think you meant to say Ashley Cole. And moving forward. <laughs> um, so, oh man, I, I really. I'm gonna respect your two up and down. I'm gonna respect it. Silly season is just great for me. Uh, so. Silly. Talk um, about silly. Yep. You and that the, silly mindset. I, I, I'm a silly guy too. Uh, <laughs> the, back to the Twitter though. You got like Drugba Salt Bay is out. Half of the Chelsea team is over in, in Greece. Salt Bay's there. Declan Rice is there. Drugba's there. Uh, we're waiting for Kai to arrive. Brother Kai, come on home. Um, we have Zayek, our brand new player, maybe of not even 25 days old in Chelsea Blue. He's Dude, that's, already. That's my, that's my favorite sign for y'all. Like, so far. I'm I don't know fan. if I want him on the right wing or central mid, but we'll, we'll I certainly say keep see. Him central. Keep him central. Um, I'd good. actually would rather play um, with two attacking midfielders to feed a central striker or either a central and then feed two strikers with Timo and Tam. Tam and Timo, however you want to say that. Um, but there's just a lot moving. And we have Zayich on the FaceTime call with who else? Onana. So I have five picks for Chelsea. Goalkeeper, left back, center back. 
and I would like to see a right winger. And the fifth one, of course, is going to be Kai Havertz to solidify everything. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little bit of, you know, my favorite time of year with the silly season. Um, so yeah, move, can I, can yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump in, jump in. Can I interject with your silly season? I just read a rumor today about, of course, I got to bring Man United into it. You know, obviously with Santo being the top of the list and everything, uh, those rumors are percolating again with Koulibaly. Koulibaly mm. being of high interest for United. Yeah. Really? I know he doesn't really want to be in Italy, but like where he ends up is kind of anyone's guess. And anybody's guess. I mean, yeah, and he, he's percolating again for Man United. Just saying. Speaking, say, speaking of which, go forward, Gregor. Um, since we're on a quick tip on uh, on Italy, shout out to uh, Inter Miami and grabbing um, Blasi uh, Matuidi from uh, from Juve. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was thirty three. Like. Yeah. He's like yeah. he looks fucking twenty five. Like you know, I mean, I get it, black Bro. or crack, but yeah, I don't <laughs> you know, it's like oh, that hurts. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like, of course they still figure out you know their their leading man up front. But I think that uh, Matuidi, he's always been been a favorite of mine. Going back from PSG to Juve, like he's definitely been you know that guy. Um, oh, you know what? Yeah, go ahead because I, I got one for my two. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Um, so what was it? Uh, so, um, with let's uh, then the next up, I, I want to congratulate the Americans. The MLS Americans. bubble has worked, it has uh, been yeah. effective. And I was very skeptical, um, at the beginning of this, moving forward into it, the you know, rounds and knockout stages, and so and so. and now there's a, a final happening, uh, Orlando and uh, Portland. So, you know, we'll, we'll discuss those results at another time. But just the overall, I, I don't want to just like gloss over it. I, I really do want to applaud Major League Soccer because I personally won't be attending any games once they do come back to the home market, um, just my personal comfort level. But I, I, I can do nothing but applaud. I, we've been, not just me, Benefit, but everyone else, and maybe Worldly, has been able to watch these games consistently with no hiccups. And that's a nice, nice thing to have. Premier League's gone. All the other European leagues are over. It's just a nice, nice thing to see. So congrats to MLS for making the bubble work. And, and I... That like, it had its hiccups in the beginning, you know, obviously with you know FC Dallas, and um, true. You know, we, all... we didn't know if it was going to actually get to the end. You're right. right. Yeah, and but I mean, even... I mean, I, I, technically, I was right because COVID definitely beat United. I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Every everything beat United. <laughs> Ground the groundskeeper beat United. I mean, come on. We have learned as far as like the professional sports goes, and especially now and today, like, you know, the word of, you know, with college football and all the, the conferences and their discussions are going on. But like the only way we're seeing this thing work is if you bubble. <laughs> I mean, like it, 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 it can't work any other type of way right now. And I think that, you know, the NBA is also doing and the WNBA, they're doing a great job with it as well, too. So obviously with the MLS, they're all in the same region. Obviously, Orlando, uh, baseball is still. 
baseball about to have a real problem because I just realized that like the Cardinals and Marlins are like, so far behind. There's like hardly like any way that they can really make up their games. Like, I, I hope the NFL is paying attention because I, I don't see how this, how, how this how this uh, works out well. But yeah, keep going. Well, that's a great segue though for NFL. Um, until another one of my ups. Go ahead. So, I, I think that what we have, and this kind of ties into my down, but I'll, I'll touch on this so just after, um, is that we have a lot of these players that you're just kind of highlighting saying that want to play. I hope the NFL is watching. I hope some of these other leagues and other sports are watching to see, hey, this fucking is functional. This works. If you duplicate this model in some capacity, you should have some form of success. That's just how numbers work. Um, so... I, I, you know, I, I wish that to happen, but I think for the football players, American football, I think that there is a possibility for them. I, I don't know where I heard this at, but what if The Rock, XFL, recently mm-hmm. purchased league, allows these players who are like, the, think of the seniors at NCAA yep. where they're having the most amount of uh, the most issues where right. they can't control kids. And right. how they they regulate they really can't bubble them so mm-hmm. what if they give them the opportunity to say here here's a a one-year professional contract to fulfill so you can play out your s- football you can have right. sports in some capacity and then they bubble that at wherever place they you know and then they just knock out like 10 teams and just go ham and that, that and that's what it is and then the next year they can either enroll in the NFL or I don't know how the draft works and all that stuff, but you know, if they have eligibility, I guess, but like something, I think that could be yeah, a, yeah, a potential yeah. like positive thing for mm-hmm. a lot of those athletes. Cause I couldn't imagine being like a senior during COVID and like feeling like I had something stripped and robbed away from me. But especially if you're an athlete and you've dedicated not only your time, your mentality, your physical body and your family and, other tertiary things like that's a lot of sacrifice so you have to really kind of keep that in mind and i applaud the coaches who are fighting for this and uh, trying to do this in a proper way um to the back end of that we gotta fucking get this right with COVID. all the people who are just like in some goddamn disbelief about um COVID's not real. I can't catch COVID. It's the mo- it's a a a it's the heat, man. You know, the summer heat will kill, will kill it. Remember that? Whatever, dude. It's fucking ninety two degrees on my dash today. God, no, it should, it's not translating. Um, they sent kids back to school in Georgia, and it's just been a complete absolute oh, shit wow. show. That, 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 that was bad. That yeah, was so bad. That the, was you bad. know that that's definitely my down. Is um I I couldn't imagine a being like, you know we're we're young adults. A lot of us know teachers. A lot of us probably had a fling with a teacher, at some point in time. Mm, so I can either confirm nor deny. I'm not asking for yeses or nos. You, you do that over here in the chat. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just one of those things, man. You can't like you have tons of kids. We're not being safe. We're we're using them as guinea pigs. And it just is incredibly disheartening for me as a a new father. Um, You know, like I'm looking up books. I'm like, how do I re-educate myself? Do I like I'm not obviously going to go back to school right now myself. But, you know, I'm definitely trying to e-book it up to be prepared because the horizon right now doesn't look good. And I I just want to be hopeful for the future uh, for the next generation. So. Uh, I think I harped on that a little bit. Uh, everything up and down. 
So uh, pass it off to Grego. All right. Um, I'm going to take my glasses off on this one because a lot, a, a lot of shit's happened the past um, past week for me. And it's going to get a little real, real um, in a bit. Uh, first of all, you got to shout out to these guys, Tony, TK, Mayor Kane, everybody that, you know, does this for Florida culture. Obviously, during COVID, we've all been split up. We haven't been together since, what, March? Um, so it's been a while. And I think that by and large, especially the last two months, we've had some really dope shows. And you know, it's a credit to these guys, you know, credit to our guests, you know, shout out to everyone that's, that's been on the show in that time. And, um, you know, we're going to take a break for a few weeks. We'll still have some content. We'll still actually still have some episodes. You know what? I think we might have to go ahead and do this uh, pro rail episode. We go ahead and go ahead and do that, man. But, um, but you know, again, uh, thank you guys for, you know, just, just rolling with us. We want to come back in September better than ever, um, bigger than ever. And we're going to figure out some ways to do that, um, to improve our platform for you guys. Um, second thing, um, just to uh, – I am I give – the uh, personally, I'm giving the Big 12 and Pac-10 a lot of credit for go ahead and, and just saying we can't do this right now because, like I've advocated during a lot of this shutdown, you're talking about kids who aren't getting paid. And if uh, there's a tweet that Monty Jones uh, came out with a couple of days ago, like nobody has an answer for what's, what would happen if, if, if someone died from COVID that's playing. And if you don't have an answer for that, you don't need to be playing. And I think that there are at least some leagues and some teams and out here that realize that, hey, if we ain't got an answer for that, then we don't need to be out here. It just is it is what it is. Um, but uh another up, like I said before, CBS, never let the you wait, never let the wife go. Like if you can go ahead and get the Euros too. I know, I know ESPN has done pretty well with them, but yeah, I need for this type of treatment to happen at all times for Champions League. Like someone actually treats this shit like it's important and not just something to say, "Hey, we're just going to do, we're just going to hang around on a Tuesday afternoon." Yeah, like this is a this is a top class competition. It needs to be treated like some top class shit. Like definitely, you know, kudos to, uh, to you guys. Um, didn't really get into it uh, earlier, but. Um, uh, Mauricio Sari got fired by UVA and of course I, I love the guy uh, Edria Pillow he got hired on as, as manager but he's never coached anywhere he's not even coached a reserve team like what the fuck like, he coached the kids team he I think he had one match <laughs> you know maybe, what maybe it was a training session yeah that's about it because like he, he literally <laughs> was just hired like what it's like 10 days ago 12 days ago like mm-hmm. this makes absolutely no sense um, and I'm hoping, and I'm hoping that for a player of that stat, stature and to the history of Italian football, um, I hope he's not being set up for failure. You know, obviously he has the pedigree, the player pedigree, but we don't know if he has the coaching pedigree. And for a team of that stature, obviously the standard has been championships. Like they've won like what eight straight um, Serie A. So like, you know, it's like what he happens has if he's to win Serie A minimum. Bare yeah. minimum. 
And if he doesn't, it's going to yeah. be considered automatic failure. And then, and that's what, the crazy thing, because sorry, one Syria just because he lost to Leon in Champions League, he gets fired. I'm like, if that's your standard, then what the fuck? I, I'm I mean, not understanding it at man, all. Man, we all know why he got hired. because he has good-looking hair. That's the only reason why he got hired. Damn. The, 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 the silky smooth is real. The silky yeah. smooth is real. <laughs> I, 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 can't even, I can't even lie to you. Every reason why he hired I don't, I don't get the affinity with, with Sari. Like, I, I do understand what he did at Napoli, and I can very much appreciate that. But even once he came to Chelsea, and then now even going to UV, Juve, it's like he's just a very predictable manager. And I think he's just like a manager who really solely does like rely more on his players than his tactics. I think that UVA was kind of set up for failure from, from the get go. I mean, granted they have Ronaldo, Ronaldo's still producing, but at the same time, the field's not there. The, the back line's getting old. Gigi Buffon's still 80 years old. Like, there needs to be, there needs I'm to be, younger than him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Prelo is yeah, 86. Go, he's, go he's ahead, you know, year how, how that coach, man. Go ahead, I'm, how that I'm coach. younger than him. Yo, I'm just saying. <laughs> Third keeper? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I hope for Pilo's sake, he's put in a position to succeed, especially if the, if the expectation is, is Champions League because they de- they definitely need a free refresh there. And you definitely don't want to see a, a guy of that stature being, uh, you know, basically just trashed after just one year because he didn't win Champions League. I mean, Pep Guardiola hasn't won 10 years, so, like, what the fuck? Like, Dude, Prelo's not – Juve is not going to win Champions League next year. So yeah. Do, where, where, how far do they go? Like, Right. Let's, exactly. Let's, I, I think maybe, maybe they squeak into the quarterfinals, and that's only if they reinforce one player pretty much in these part, yeah. Defense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. There was, uh, of course, uh, for my last part, this is where I'm going to get kind of serious here. Um, shout out to Michelle Obama. Um, now she, of course, she's had a, a new podcast uh, that came out a few weeks back. And she's talking about like how, you know, she dealt with uh, depression um, for a bit, you know, like this past year. And um, it kind of, you know, it kind of hit home for me because, for those of you who don't know, I've, I've had a, uh, I was out of work for a while. I had a friend of mine stay with me for a, uh, for the past month, you know, to, to help me out, you know, make sure I, um, I was good here while I was looking for a job. Of course, I ended up getting rehired by my old company. But, um, so last week he tried to kill himself. And, Luckily, he didn't. Luckily, he didn't succeed. And obviously, this pandemic has has affected people affected people in a lot of different ways. Some good, some bad. Some people have been able to turn this thing into a major positive. Some people, you know, the walls come in, and you don't know how you're going to handle it. You know, I asked him to come me up in the end. I ended up having to help him out, you know, um, I came home, um, a week ago and he had a note left on the stove 
you know, basically saying like, you know, hearing voices and trying to leave. And so he doesn't hurt anyone. Maybe me. I don't know. But um, everyone, especially people of color, black men, black people, you know, we deal with mental health almost with a stigma. And I need you guys to understand that mental health is nothing to be played with. Mental health is something that everyone wrestles with in some shape or form, whether they realize it or not. It might be something that, hey, they might be able to cope with it on a daily basis and everything's cool. Some people really, really wrestle with this and, you know, they end up contemplating taking their lives. You know, with everything going on right now, whether it be the election, whether it be the pandemic, whether it be just ordinary daily shit, those of you who have close ones, loved ones, families, don't forget to check on these people. Because you never know. Like I, I had a guy sitting sleeping on my couch for a month, and the way he was able to hide that stuff from me, I would have never known. And you really need to make sure that, that you talk to your friends and your family and say, "Hey, you good? You yeah, you doing all right? You want to go? You know, I'll I'll mask up and you know get a drink, or something, you know, just something that you know, talk things through." Because you never know what people are are dealing with. And, uh, you know, obviously with with us all dealing with the social distancing, there are online counseling programs. Um, There's uh, programs of BetterHelp, Talkspace, um, Open Path. These are all programs that you can utilize online. You know, if, if you're not in the immediate proximity to do, uh, to go to a counselor face to face, there are online options, there are mo- there's mobile options, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to take care of yourself and the people around you, you know, I encourage you, I implore you to do that because, you know, we're already, of course, we, we started this summer talking about police brutality but you also need to take care of, take care of that chicken, take care of the mentals, because, you know, it comes at us from all different different angles. And it, before we go on break, if I can leave you with any parting wisdom, is to make sure you look after each other. We got all brothers here, you know, we're all black enterprise. Like, if I could, like I said, that's. That is my outgoing message for all of you. White, black, brown, yellow, doesn't really matter to me. Look after each other, love each other, and hopefully come November, we'll all be wearing Howard jackets. So yeah, we'll close out on that note. Again, we'll be still dropping content during the break, you know, again. Pro might have to happen, but again, thank you guys for for uh, for rolling with us, and thank all of you for rolling with us. Again, you can catch us on the social FTC 
U-T-T. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, fuck TikTok. <laughs> but, um, but yes. Um, Adlive.com. <laughs> yeah, that's actually another thing that we'll, we'll, while we're on break, we'll be working on our official website. Uh, so hopefully by the time we get back, we'll have it up and running. Again, make sure you keep ordering name sets, shirts, hats, all that shit. It keeps us it keeps us up and running so that way we can keep getting bigger and better for you guys. Hey, hey, and always remember straight cooking pop collars with Always. And and um as you can see from um from TK's apparel, we'll have some stuff coming coming soon when we get back. So We'll, we'll, we'll be ready with some heat when, when we get Yo, back here. Can I find that? FTCUTD.myshopify.com. It's, it's, it'll all be there. But um, but yeah, man. It's been a great summer for, um, for us. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed it. Again, keep subscribing. Keep liking our shit. We'll still be active on the social. So, you know, we'll. we'll... Leave them, them five star reviews for us, folks. Absolutely. YouTube. iTunes. Fucking anchor, leave a review, hey, just, voice hey, leave message. A comment. Just say like, hey, things. we want to hear more about this. Yeah, Talk yeah. DM us in, uh, on the Twitter. I, I won't get it, but somebody else will. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Sh- shout out to uh, um, Los uh, Verdes from Austin, the Atlanta Manchester United um, supporters group. We got some stickers from them. Um, you know, we're don't always mad for Don't be mad, TK. Don't be mad. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, Atlanta Blues ain't giving the shit though. You just it yeah. is what it is, man. Hey, don't don't hey. Actually, if you, uh, you made me do this. Hold on, three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You making me do this? <laughs> <laughs> One of the <laughs> best supporters clubs in Atlanta is literally the Atlanta Blues. They make sure that they get legit merchandise that they're uh, accredited from Chelsea, and they do a lot of shit, not just for their members, supporters. They do a lot of shit. You know why? Charitable donations. You know why? It's organizations. Rush. Y'all got that Russian mafia going on. <laughs> hey. Hey. I, I, I. Hey. Whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's easy to fall into toxicity and you just <laughs> <laughs> messing with y'all. But yeah, again, we'll still have have some uh, some some content uh, while we're on break. We will be back with a fresh new episode uh, back in, in um, September. So enjoy the rest of your summer. Enjoy your Labor Day. We'll still have little subs here and there. As far as you know, of course, there'll be Champions League finals and everything. Uh, while we're on break, we'll cover that a little bit. But yeah, you know, again, it's been a great summer. You know, shout, shout out, out to Hidden Derby. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to the uh, to the Hidden Derby champs, Shanir, um, and, um, and Kyle, man, and uh, all, all all the folks over there, Ford Madison and uh, Richmond Kickers, man. We um, got. I'm not sure if y'all got a chance, but that was just, just shout out to the Hidden Derby. Uh, it was another ex- uh, example of black excellence. But yes. We will see you guys soon for for Coach, for Ringo. I say he's still around somewhere. But um, right, for TK, for Mayor, for Vera, for the culture. Culture's real. Culture's everywhere. Again, keep masking up. It ain't over yet. Mask up. Call us up. We'll see y'all soon. 
And we out. Ha <laughs> ha! H-U! Mm.